Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Mononofu Podcast, a bi-weekly uh, podcast focusing on news and topics related to the idol group Momoiro Clover Z. Uh, I'm Aaron. Uh, we we had a first episode, and uh, we're trying this again. Uh, I'm Aaron. Nice to meet you. Everyone else? Um, I am Mark, or social anime guy. And... Finally, and yeah, I'm David Nemurenata. Yes, we said finally because we are a man down. Yeah, and fortunately, uh, this is a uh, a graduation of sorts. Jake has graduated from our group finally, and um, <laughs> now we can become an even greater podcast. Introducing we will this evolve. week, we will evolve. Introducing this week. The Mononofu Podcast Z. Z. <laughs> no, like he's not, Pokemon. He's not graduated. He's just like he's gone to New York, and he we think he's asleep. So yeah. rip. Rest in peace. Yeah. So we will be a man down for this episode, but he might come in at some point, and he'll be here next week if not. So what have you all been up to then? Well, I have I had exams and I still have exams coming up. Then on uh, Saturday I graduate high school finally. Yay. Thank God. Well, I've done not much more than studying, so I can't really say that much. Yeah, busy finals week for me. Very busy finals week. Um, I would like to point out that Jake is online though. <laughs> oh well, that solves that, I guess. Yeah, so I guess for not becoming Mononofu Podcast Z. Damn. <laughs> for now, for now, we just need to find a way to knock him off sometime. Oh, hey, speaking of knocking Sp- off people, speaking please of the welcome devil. our fourth member. Hello. <laughs> you, uh, sound, you sound wrecked. <laughs> How's it going, Jake? Uh... <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, dear. Good start. I'm, re- I'm really slow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But I, I I can I can try my best. Uh, <laughs> Do your best. I was gunbatte. I, I was literally like I didn't sleep at all. On oh. A flight from Honolulu to New York. That's not good. Yeah. It was. <laughs> Oh, we're we're doing it for the podcast, right? We're doing it for the podcast. Yep. <laughs> Just got to fight through. You can collapse afterwards. Oh yeah, I probably will too. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, welcome back to the mainland. Yeah, it's it's a cool place, and it's really cold. <laughs> I'm talking. It snowed today. Cold. It snowed. Yeah. Dang. Right. That doesn't exist here. Yeah, well what what is that that thing? Uh powder powdery kind of white stuff. What is that? Yeah, I I there was like ice ran rain down rained down. <laughs> ice rained? Yeah. Wow. Anyway. Is that like is that like hail? I don't I don't know. A little bit. Except it wasn't like huge or anything. Yeah, anyway, uh, welcome to the Mono Nofu podcast where we talk about Momoro Clover Z. 
all the time, twenty four seven. Except for the time when we're talking about Hale and or like before the mm-hmm. podcast where we were talking about battered Mars bars. <laughs> okay. You had to um, throw that in anyway. <laughs> um, we do have some news headlines to, to cover. Uh, Mark, would you please tell us the, the wonderful news? All right, then. So I think the first news we should cover is probably some concert news. That sounds like a good place to start, do you not think? Mm-hmm. So let's go into the fact that we have some stuff on the Tojinsai concerts. The... I know there's a couple of international Mononofu who are possibly going to be going to that concert. And we got some ticket news for that. Where the for Angel Eyes members, the tickets will be available between the 18th and the 24th of May for application. And I think the results are announced in the beginning of June. Beginning when, of June? Yeah, I think that was it. Um, I'd have to check the exact date, but the application start on the 18th for Angel Eyes members for the two days. Um, we also got some news on the t- dates for Irene's solo concert, which is September 19th. Hey. Which that, means... That, yeah, that's a couple of days away from my birthday. Nice. Hey. Nice. <laughs> Rennie's solo concert on my birthday. Dude, awesome. Wow. You should go. Yeah, a bit difficult too, but, you know, <laughs> I can try. But yeah, we've got Arin's on September 19th. We then have Momotomai's two weeks earlier on the 4th. Momoka's is on July. before mine. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, all, it all links to our birthday. It's too much to be a coincidence almost. Dang. Except me. Rip. But yeah, we have Momoka's Feel a Heartbeat concert. Yay. On the 3rd of July. And the Angel Eyes tickets are still on application until midnight tomorrow, Japan time. And then Rennie's third solo is on March the 9th next year. I still think it's weird that we know that so far in advance. Yeah, and yet we don't know anything about um, the tour for (laughs) America. That's ironic. Well, what we didn't even we don't didn't even hear about the summer concerts until the end of the like Dome Trek, which was April, and that's August. (laughs) So yeah, a bit late notice for a lot of things, but then they give us a year's notice for the solo. Interesting. Well, they they let us know that they're doing the U.S. concert, but they just hasn't they have not released any info yet. Which is something. A lot of people are speculating an announcement will come soon, though. Uh, based off to. what? I, I saw it on a few tweets that a few Japanese people are saying that the, they're gonna, they've been saying that they're going to announce stuff soon. Maybe it was with Arin's, um live line, uh, line live thingy, but uh-huh. that nothing came out of there, so. Oh. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, recently uh, I saw like a bunch of tweets on uh, Twitter uh, relating to Aryan and uh, her like being at like a, a store or something, and she was like signing stuff. What was that about? Um, there was a couple of members I think, which actually links on to the next bit of news. Just recently, the Otokomatsui Blu-ray has just launched in Japan. Eh. Which. I still am in love with the cover for the for this Blu-ray. 
I. It's very manly. It is very, very manly. Whoever did the art for that cover did a really, really good job of it. Wouldn't they like? Didn't they get someone to do that for them? They did. Um, I'm trying to think who it was. Like someone with an actual like someone that's actually known. Yeah, it was. I think it was. I I'd have to check the name and I have to look it up because I forgot to beforehand. I think it's a mangaka for an eight mm. for one of the eighties mangas, but I'm I can't remember the name. Oh well, we'll, but, we'll look it up. We'll put it in the show notes. Yes, if anything, we will. And the poster, like the 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 poster that comes with the Amazon edition, that is really nice because it's just that art blown up onto like a B two size poster. And I'm like, all uh, all I've seen from that concert so far is uh, Momoka winking, and I cried. <laughs> oh, I think the Link Link performance from that concert got online somewhere, and I was watching that, and I was like, whoa. That, that I I I really need to get this concert at some point. Oh, okay. Um, this guy uh, who did the art, uh, he's a pretty big name. <laughs> pretty big. Um, I, I I don't have his name, but he did do um the art for uh, Hokuto no Shinken, also known as Fist of the North Star. I no way. Him. I thought it was yeah. him. I th- I'm I'm oh, what's his name again? Uh, oh. Tetsu Hara. Dang, I did not know that. It does look like his art, to be fair. That's that's what I was thinking of, but I just couldn't pinpoint who it was. Yeah, oh, well. um, that is definitely really cool. If you're into Fist of the North Star, you're into Momoclo, you should definitely get that Blu-ray. Did any of us get it, though? Nope. Uh, <laughs> I have no money to, so rip. Uh, not yet. Yeah. Be, I'm getting the Christmas Blu-ray that comes out like next month, so that's more that's more of my priority because it's like three days plus a CD. Well, when you do get it, like let us know on the podcast how it is. I will have to. There is someone in the chat who's actually getting it, having a look at this. Yeah, what's up, chat? Hey guys. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I, I would actually get that because I really like the Matsuris they do. Uh, my favorite one so far out of all the Matsuris is Onna Matsuri uh, 2014. Really Still good haven't concert. seen that one. Is it, it's really good. Watch it. That's the that's the, con- the restaurant, isn't it? The restaurant MCZ. Yes. I, I have that Blu-ray. It is such a good concert. It is. I, I, just, love, like, I just love the outfits I've got for that concert. Yes, uh, I I kind of don't like the ones they do for Pinky Jones though. Uh, I could see I could see that, but I I I like all the outfits in that concert. So yes, I'm just waiting for the twenty disc mega set that they'll end up then they'll end up doing for the Dome Trek. Oh boy, <laughs> I I don't think they'll do every concert from the Dome Trek. No, they'll probably do the biggest one and then just like they did for the Fifth Dimension tour. Yeah. They, they may possibly do. The thing is, they'll probably they'll probably do Cebu, because that was a big date. But Osaka, the one I went to, actually, I think that was a bigger venue. If I remember right, because I think Cebu's only about twenty five thousand, and Kyocera was about thirty. So, they may do have both of those in, but I have my doubts. Hmm. 
Anyway, moving on. The last bit of news I think might be worth mentioning is the new merch that's available at the moment. Oh, yeah. I love merch. Yeah. Yeah. In case the Blu-rays didn't make your wallet cry, then we've got the merch. Uh, a lot of stuff went up. Uh, well, it looks like a lot of stuff. It actually is like a couple of stuff. First things first, uh, the jackets are back, the solid color jackets. Um, you can get those. They come in like three variants. There's the normal ones, then there's the big ones. And then they also have like a new variant. It's called Long. Um I'm not sure what's so long about it. The, the sleeves, I think, are a bit longer on those ones. For if you've got oh, long okay. arms. Like or the, if you... Like, like the big ones, like, longer on the front. Yeah. Like, if you're, if you're just one of those people that um likes long sleeves, you could probably get that. Yeah. They also have matching shorts and skirts. Um, uh, Tammy says on the chat that the shirt, the skirt can be worn as a shirt, apparently. <laughs> If you're small yeah, I enough, I don't know how long the skirt is, though. And to be honest, I don't uh, think it's what I plan to be picking up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh well. So yeah. then they had these. Then they had these bargain bag things for like. Wait, hold on. That's uh, the that's the big thing. You gotta announce yeah. the other thing first. The other wait, thing what is, is the other little thing? The, the Momoko dress straps. Oh yeah. The dress straps are back, yeah. Yeah, and... they have the, the, the dress straps. They're back. Uh, it's their outfit where they look like Power Rangers from uh, Zed No Den sets. And uh, lastly, there is the neatest thing, but it's already sold out. Done. Uh... <laughs> yeah, we were looking yeah, forward to announcing the this, and then we were like, oh, wait, it's already gone. Yeah, the bags had... Um... 16,000 yen worth of official merchandise for 5,000 yen, but they went pretty damn fast, so... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was, like, a bag. That was, like, a grab bag. It had, you know, that much uh, stuff in it, so you can get, like, a, a bunch of that stuff. You could also opt to get a specific member, if, if I remember correctly. That was only for fan club members. Yeah. Oh, okay. Only on fine. And um, the merchandise included in that were like shirts and uh, towels and other th other things. Fan yeah. Club also had some higher tiers of it. Like you could get a 23,000 yens worth of merch bag. So basically this is like all the extras that they wanted to get out. Yeah. Or, or the... something like that. Actually speaking of the fan club, if you are in the fan club, then they do have the winter versions of the jackets shorts and skirts available as well uh the ones that they sold for the christmas concert uh last year um the ones with like the block colored hoods and then they've got like the patterns on the oh okay so, those ones right oh, yeah, and yeah, yeah. uh-huh they're available. and the what's it called these bags were also only you could only pay at um on order so you'd have to you know, it'd have to be paid for at the door when they ship it to you, which I don't know how that would work for international fans, but... Yeah, they, they, had, a, they had a pay on the door at the fan club, which was a really weird thing, but then I think they changed that for when they put it on the general store. No, it was still the... Well, they didn't say anything about it, but I have no idea. I, I, if I bought one, I would have been able to say, but it was sold out. 
Yeah. I'm I'm pretty sure that some forwarding services might have been able to help you with that if you would like contact them about uh, the, the 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 product. Like you got to let them know that it's uh, cash on delivery, and they would probably set up something with you. But yeah. too late now. It's sold out. <laughs> Rip. Uh, there were also some restocks on the website. Uh, Arian Robo went up again. Not the not the toy. The shirt. Damn it. The shirt. I want oh, that. Which also the shirt went, went up very quickly. That went pretty quickly. It's also sold out right now. Uh, they restocked on the Hoppies, uh, but it's only the black one. I think the other ones are actually discontinued now. Rip. Uh, no, because. But... I don't think so. The the they're always on. They're always sold out, and they always come back up at some point. The yeah, but previous times where they uh, sold out and came back, they were still on the website. You just couldn't purchase them. Now they're no longer on the website. It's just the black. Right. Market. Yeah. They they only give you an option for the Hako. But I would all I would just assume that they were other the others were sold out. But yeah, that's true. They're not listed on there anymore. The yeah. the Happies were available at the Osaka concert, all the colours, as well as the Hako one. I remember that. Oh, that might be the Mobile Chan ones. But, like, this happened after the Dome Tour concert. That is true, that is true. Anyway. Uh, surprisingly, you can still get the winter, uh, you know, snow gloves. <laughs> oh, I, I'm tempted to get definitely, those snow gloves. Definitely need that in California. I know it's uh, it's it's so terrible. We don't need that, but I, I want it. <laughs> At least here, it's cold enough that you've got an excuse to wear the gloves from time to time. And they are yeah. nice gloves. They are really nice gloves. They're they're really nice. Uh, very simple design. They have the logo, color. It looks amazing. Uh, I still love. Interestingly, interestingly enough, they also have uh, the pen light from the Dome Tour. And all some other Dome, Dome Tour stuff. All the Dome Trek merch, apart from the stuff that's sold out instantly, is up there, including the food as well. Yeah. I I recommend the rice crackers. Those were the, the well, the rice the rice biscuits sort of things. They were the ones I got at the Dome Trek, and they were nice. They've got the ones for the different regions because it varied by region as well. So they've got all the different bits of food if you want some Japanese food. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I think we should move on to our. Next segment, should we? Uh, which segment is that? Is that mine? Yes, it's it's your segment. Your chance Yay! to shine. Okay, well, I gotta I gotta preface this segment up. Uh, I got a Momoklo Mononofu confession to make, guys. What it's what could that possibly be? Uh, keep it on the download, but I actually haven't listened to one of their albums. <gasps> <gasps> How could and you? It's amaranthus i didn't listen to tisk tisk <laughs> are, you, are you are you even a mononofu <laughs> yeah man i i lift don't worry about it <laughs> um but no i didn't actually listen to amaranthus the first time and here's my excuse uh uh i wanted to give it an active listen but i haven't had the time to do that in a long time and just recently um i, I realized that uh, I had some time, so I listened a little bit of it. And here's a new segment. It's called Amaranthus, or Amaranthus. And what we're going to do, we're going to go each week uh, that we have the podcast, we're going to go over two songs. Uh, I'm going to give you my opinion on what I think about each of the songs uh, from the Amaranthus album. Yeah. 
And the first two songs we'll be covering is just the prologue and We Are Born. Yeah, it's actually called Embryo. Embryo, yes. Embryo prologue. It fit it fits the theme of birth and rebirth quite well. Uh yeah, so I listened to that song for the first time. Um I, I have some wrote notes written down here, so I'm gonna go through them. Uh one thing that was really weird about that song was the baby noises. <laughs> hey, it made sense, fam. <laughs> it it makes sense, but here's the thing that like I, I don't see it benefiting the song in any way. It's very tense, you know. It's kind of like a build-up, right? Uh, for it, It's building up to something. And mm. when I compare that song to the prologue in Hakin no Yoake, Hakin no Yoake's uh, prologue kind of, like, prefaces the whole album. Like, you, like you would listen to that song for the whole album. Yeah. yeah, you would listen. That would be the first song you listen to, and then it kind of like sets the frame for the whole album. In uh, Amaranthus, uh, again, I haven't listened to the rest of the album, just the first two songs. But I feel like this song is only prefacing one song after it. Well, I, I, I could argue that uh, the uh, embryo, the the way uh, that plays out musically, is very. Uh, 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 similar stylistically to uh, one of the tracks off of the uh, Gone Tour soundtrack. Yeah. Oh, you mean yeah. the, you mean how the Fifth Dimension, like the first track on Fifth Dimension, was prefaced by the orchestral song. Uh, yeah, sort of. Uh, have you guys listened to the uh, Gone Tour? Oh, uh, you mean, oh, go. Oh. The Gone soundtrack. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it sounds like one of the tracks off of there. I think uh, it's trying to uh, build sort of a uh, like a a connection with that because um, I don't know. It makes sense to me. Well, they have their own. <laughs> they have their own little overarching arc with some of their music videos, so it's yeah. sort of linking into that as well. Like, like I, I think it's a perfect, you know, preface, but. It's a perfect preface for We Are Born. And I don't think it'll be prefacing the entire album. I haven't listened to it, of course, but I've only listened to those two songs. But I feel like this is mainly for We Are Born. I mean, I, I will agree that, that I guess, um, if you haven't listened to it, but I kind of get what you're try- trying to say here. And most of the songs um, aren't really about birth specifically uh, as we are born is like really deliberately about it um it's it's more the as you get closer uh, to the end of the album it's more about the rebirth than the birth itself mm. um and i'm going to i'm going to just say right now that i vastly prefer the hakino yoake prologue to to um embryo i yes. rarely rarely ever listen to embryo uh, but i listen to um the other one um all the time so I- I think yeah. as a song, I would agree, but in terms of prefacing the album, I would actually disagree with enough be- with it being just a preface for the song. I think it does preface the entire album, simply because if you think about the way the album progresses, I almost have it in my head as being like the events of li- of life. I actually wrote this like, um, like I because I actually did make my own notes as well because I was trying to think a bit <laughs> and. <laughs> <laughs> 
Like, I think of embryo as being like the bit, ju- the whole thing of the concept of life. Like, you've got the embryo being like the pregnancy, like the before life. We are born, obviously, is birth. The rest of it's sort of the events. Like, you can take when from the other tracks coming in, like Seishin Fu. Take that as when they're graduating school and get, and growing up and stuff like that. And then as it's going to the end, it's starting to be their death and then their rebirth with Happy Rebirth right. Day. And then that links into Haki Nyoke in a way that's like, oh, well, this yeah. is almost like the process of rebirth, the psychedelic re- reimagining of the of their birth coming back to life through you could almost say heaven or through a dreamlike world and that's yeah, why so you've got a lot more experimental tracks right so th- so they go to heaven and then right after uh being satiated or like being in there for a while uh they gotta rock the boat yeah you gotta rock the boat <laughs> Okay, um, my next note about this song is that I don't, I wouldn't even really consider it an MCC song because they're not even in it. Mm. Well, I mean, you could say that about Or Fortuna in Fifth Dimension. Yeah. And that was cheesy. <laughs> oh, Or Fortuna is the song that came before the first track, isn't it? Neo yeah. Yeah. I, Stargate's eight minutes long. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I remember listening to that album for the first time and there's a music show that airs on airs in the UK called X Factor. Yeah. And yeah, that's here too. It's here too. Oh, oh yeah, it came over there recently, didn't it? But like mm-hmm. the when I first heard that, they they used that track in like introducing that show. So no. the first time <laughs> the first time it's I heard really... this album because I put I put it on like full blast. I just got the biggest fright ever. I didn't know what to expect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like the cliche of cliches, almost. Yeah. Um, okay, so and then... I'm about to say, say should we move into We Are Born, actually? Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll go through my uh, other points about the song real quick. Uh, um, I do like the heartbeat effect throughout the entire song, kind of as the beat that kind of drives the song. Uh pretty good and it fits into the theme um i mean it, it just makes a big point that this is an intro song i mean it doesn't really stand that well on its own no. um i like the reverse instruments used in in comparison to haki no yake uh this one kind of is not that good but then um we we have we are born and i really like that song it's really good uh love it love the guitars in it and um a lot Absolutely. of people, a lot of people don't like it. Really? Really? Yeah. I've I've never heard anyone say they don't like it. Actually, the drummer for Baby Metal is in that song. Is it? A lot of people don't like don't yeah. like it because they feel like oh, Momoclo is just catering to generic J-pop now or well, J-rock oh, okay. or whatever. Yeah, that's yeah, generic. I, I can see that. Right. I can definitely see that. Right. That that's generic. How? Momoclo. Because it sounds like like everything else. Apparently. No, it doesn't. Nah. And even even if, if you, you want to hear everything else, listen to any other idol group. Yeah, like, literally. Even even <laughs> if even if you think that Momoclo always go into loads of different styles when they're doing their music, and this is just one of it. And even then, I would argue that instead of just being J rock, it transitions into a couple of different styles during that song. Yeah. So I wouldn't even Heck, it, only the start of it's really. 
I mean, even that ending, that ending is like, like romantic piano, like it's like nineteenth century Chopin. Yeah, I okay. Yeah, uh, I have I have an opinion about the ending. Go ahead. Uh, the ending to We Are Born, where it just cuts to the piano and it kind of does the dun 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 that that part. Um, I don't like it. Why not? Oh, I feel like the entire song before that. Uh, like it, it, it just doesn't fit. I don't think it's a fitting end. The piano is throughout the song, right? You can hear it going, you know, right? But I don't think it's unique enough, or it doesn't really stand out to me. Mm. And then by the time the the song finishes, I'm just like, oh yeah, there was a piano in the song. Mm. And I think it kind of stretches on for too long. In the end, I would expect like a big band finish at the end or something like that, but. It, it kind of goes to the piano, and I'm just like, eh. I think if there is a criticism you're going to make, is it, it might be that that section's a little too long. It is yeah, like yeah, a good 30-plus 30, 30 seconds. But even then, I think, it, I think it fits because of the fact that you've got it bookended by the piano. You've got to transition into different styles throughout, and then it almost like leads into the piano, I'd argue, instead of seeming out of place, even if that section is probably a little long i don't know like the, the the thought that came into my head at that part of the song was like you know i don't think it would be that cool of a, or a cool finish if i was you know hearing this song live at concert and uh it ended on that piano like i i, I would kind of just be like eh, oh there's a piano part i don't really <laughs> like it that much it gives them a breather I mean, like, compared to, like, Moon Pride, where it's, like, a, you know, rock, uh, pretty much, like, rock-influenced song the entire time, they have, like, a big finish at the end, where it's, like, something like that, right? For this song, it's just a pretty kind of long ending in piano. It's not, like, a big finish. Yeah, I mean... In a live concert, it was done with, like, a, a big string section instead of a piano. Oh, was it? No, no. What if it was? Oh, what if it was? Yeah, like what if uh, it was rearranged uh, in a way to where it wasn't uh, just a piano? If it's rearranged at any point or for any reason in any way, I think it would be better. <laughs> Jeez. Ooh, well, let's that's... ask the person who actually went to the concert that played it. Um, Mark, the piano, the piano intro does work better than the piano outro. But the outro doesn't feel out of place at the ending because at the same time you've not listened to the rest of the album the next track works with the piano ending the, the, uh, the album, the album and, and, does... wait hold on what's the second song after we are born um, it's the Momocro Desen the one that did oh yeah and that video. song starts out slow too yeah so Okay, okay. That that is actually the one thing that would save it for me. Uh because at the end I was like, okay, so either this song ends pretty not that great or they're leading into something else. Yeah. And... The whole, the album does a good job of leading in uh, one song to the next. Yeah. Except for the whole parade thing. Hmm. What do you mean? You know, in the music video for We Are Born, they have a parade, but the actual parade doesn't start until six tracks later. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fair, fair point. Fair point. There's a little bit of a continuity error there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, oh, what was I gonna say? Um, go ahead. 
I'm trying to actually remember what I was going to say. Oh, yeah. Um, with the piano intro, though, the one thing I will say about the concert, like, this, like first, it was the first concert I'd gone to, but the way they started it, it was like they had the piano intro, and then you know how they scream, like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Right at the start. As soon as they do that, they've got, like, oh, like, they've got huge bangs. as what well. They come up from underneath the stage, and there's these huge bangs that, like, smoke, smoke shots that come out of the stage. Oh, like pyro? Yeah, like, it, I, I'll t- like, I f- I literally almost got the fright of my life and almost like had a heart attack there and then because it was so loud <laughs> when they come out because they, they're screaming as well, and then you've got the bang and then you've got like the whole crowd as well. It's like, yeah. plus I I did have the advantage on first day of being quite close to the stage, although after that start I was starting to question whether that was an advantage. Yes, it was. That sounds awesome. Definitely, yeah. I was, I was when I went to AX. I was second row, um, on in the pit. So I was right next to the speaker, and I can tell you, the hearing loss was totally worth it. <laughs> oh, it, it was, it was worth it. But like, I almost physically died at that point. I, I have a question. When when they came out from under the stage with the oh yeah, was it on the oh or the yeah when the when they came up with the pyro? Um. Ooh. With the pyrotechnics, like yeah. by the by the the pyrotechnics went up on off, but by the time they actually got up on the stage, they were shouting the ga. Yeah. That's intense. Oh. <laughs> That's like sensory overload right there, almost. Oh, it it is it was, it was insane. That sounds awesome, though, and I. The, that's what I really like about this song is just that it it starts and it's just like, oh yeah, and then boom, you're 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 in it, you know. Yeah. yeah, and if you listen to that drum track, it's definitely the one from Baby Metal, the drummer. I uh, I didn't actually realize until you mentioned it that the drummer from Baby Metal was in it. Yeah, uh, I that's not uh, something I found out myself. I uh, there was a guy in a Facebook group I'm uh, an admin for, and he was uh, talking about this album, and he said, "Yeah, the drummer, uh, God." from baby metal is uh on this track and when you listen to it you can definitely hear it those drum fills and everything that's him it really is wait it's awesome was his name god they have a commie band so like a god band yeah oh speaking of uh god um here's a little note i found in uh we are born uh does this conoco say like like hey boy right she says that she says hey girl girl, but it sounds like hey god yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you said, "Hey God." <laughs> hey God. Yeah. Hey God. How's it hanging? Uh, <laughs> that, actually, that actually like uh, reminds me of Haki no Yake because they actually talk about uh, God a little bit in that album. Yeah. Mm. So I'm like thinking when I first hear that, like, what is with like the religious stuff in these two albums, man? <laughs> oh, actually, you know what else I noticed uh, about the uh, Amaranthus artwork? What? Th- they kind of look like uh, the way they're dressed up uh, in those uh, uniforms and, you know, with the makeup the way it is. It kind of looks like the uh, uh, the get up for the like Mexican Day of the Dead. Yeah, I think that's yeah, that's what it's based on. Yeah, I think I thought that was really cool too. Yeah, and I was originally going to get Amaranthus because of that. Uh, since uh, I'm Mexican, I thought that they really did 
like I thought that was pretty cool that they did that. Yeah. Uh, but I ended up going for Haki no Yonke instead. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't blame you. That one looks better. <laughs> yeah, it, it, the, the the album art looked pretty pretty cool. But I mean, once you get over the busyness of the Amaranthus one, it it really looks awesome. Because mm-hmm. the Amaranthus one is pretty busy. I always preferred the Amaranthus art of Haki no one. Even I like huh. the Haki no one, but the Amaranthus art I've always been. I I've I always thought that was cool, but I really loved the big band outfits. It's probably some of my favorite outfits I've done. Same. Uh, yeah, I mean it's it's a very nice go to outfit for uh, their current like promotion season. Yeah, promoting yeah. the new albums, all that stuff. It's a very nice go to outfit. Works I, I, in a lot of situations. I like the I like the fact that we've got the instruments, especially because I actually used to play flute, and Shearing holds a flute during it. Hey, so who I've holds got that... the banjo? I forgot. Rennie. Rennie. <laughs> I think that's Mom- awesome. Momoka's got the drum, fittingly. Right. Um, oh, yeah. Well, I'll get to a point after Arin's you, then. Got, Arin's got the French horn, and then right. Kaneko's got the conductor's baton. The, yeah, the baton, yeah. I actually have my copy of both those albums with me. Uh, anyway, speaking anyway, of Momoka yeah. drums, um, my favorite part of the song, and I will always remember this song on this part, it's the part with Momoka. When, that's the when, best part. The that's the, that is the best part. Uh, where it just like starts building up. The drums are like really powerful, and Momoka yeah. is just kind of like she's like she's basically going Super Saiyan at this point. She's like powering up, and you yeah. just get all that build up, and it's awesome, you know. And you're like, yeah, Momoka, go! And then Rennie. yeah, baby, was, that's, that's baby, that's baby, that's, Yeah, that that part's really awesome. I really like that. I I the, pu- the puppets the puppets of... do such a good job in the music video with they it do. as well. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, I kind of like the just uh, juxtaposition. I like that's what I like about Momoka in general. The juxtaposition. She has a strong voice, but she's the smallest member. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's what she is a small size giant for a reason. Yeah. Uh, but that Rennie bit. Sorry, I don't like it. Why? Mm. No, oh, you, you it fakes you out. That's, that's it, the, the cool thing about it. I I, I, I oh. will admit one hundred percent that that like that's that builds character, and I like the the charm in it. I appreciate the charm, but like I felt like this like it could have been cooler if they actually uh, did something after the build up, other than you know the Rennie bit. Yeah. Uh. If if we're gonna make comments on the music video, one thing I do think needs to be mentioned. Arin's anime section. That was interesting. That was awesome. <laughs> They're just teasing okay. us with like a Momoclo anime with at this an point. Anime. Yeah, yeah when, when is the Momoclo anime? I'm like, oh look, more anime, huh? Who's gonna so, do the Momoclo anime? Hopefully, uh, not some shit studio. Oh, hey. Well, I'm trying to think who could do it. Um. A <sighs> uh, chef. Oh, Definitely, Shaf would be Shaf would be brilliant to do it. I would actually be really interested if it's not going to happen. But with the with the way the artwork would look, I would love to see Makoto Shinkai actually direct a Momoclo movie, which was animated because I love his animation work. But it's probably not going to happen. Otherwise, right. Shaft or Madhouse. 
Oh, uh, Tammy Joe. in the chat says Trigger. Kyoani. Trigger. Trigger could do a good job. Kyoani as well. But I, I, I don't like a lot of Kyoani shows. But that's not the point. They're they're commissioning uh, the Momoko anime. That that is a good point. They would make a good job of that. They couldn't not. But then they'll just look like every other Kyoani. No, I'm kidding. That's um, true. I feel Kyoani is a bit too fan servicey though. Mm. That's also true. Yeah, uh, Alberto in chat is saying, uh, "Let Tammy do it." I <laughs> agree with that. <laughs> anyway, should we uh, move on to the main event now? Yeah, uh, I will just say one more thing. Um, Alberto and Tammy got really mad at me when I didn't like the Rennie part. <laughs> oh no! Uh, why? Uh, I, 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 yeah, I mean, I no, yeah. Why? I still don't get why you don't like that, but you know, I, I well, it's I it's not it. like. It's not like I hate it and like, oh my you god, do I, I don't like it. listening to this. You're in your voice. No. <laughs> it's not like, oh my god, I hate listening to this. It's not like that at all. Uh, I see the character in it. I think it's charming. It's very nice. But I would love to see like an actual like thing happen after Momoka builds you up, you know? Because that was pretty cool. That was the best part of the song. Well, that, that, was, what, that was what the build-up was. The build-up was for Rennie's bit. Yeah. yeah, I know, but like, I I would like to see like something else, you know. I uh, I think we'll have to agree to disagree here. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't think I think we're just gonna keep I, going no, well, in circles well, at this point, and I think you're yeah. outnumbered three to one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I'm just gonna. Here's my last uh, point. Um, I'm not saying uh, change it, and I'm not saying that they should have went a different direction. But I would like to see a different direction. That's it. Yeah. All right. Maybe we can ask Marty to make his own cover of it. <laughs> Go ahead, Jake. You probably have the most influence on him. Actually, yeah. I, I did have a conversation with him once on Reddit. Oh, sick. Yeah. It was about MCZ, too, actually. <laughs> nice. It was pretty cool. That was two years ago, though. Anyway. anyway. <laughs> we have a big topic to discuss here. It's pretty big. It's it's it, we sort of touched on it a little bit during our episode zero introduction, but it probably deserves the full topic to discuss. I think, and the title probably does a good job of describing it. It's what we think makes Momoclo unique to us, and why we. Why we like them as much? Because a lot of us, we mentioned when we were introducing why we went got into Momoclo, were like, well, we weren't sure on on idol groups beforehand. Maybe we just had had bad first impressions of the idol industry, and then Momoclo changed a lot of those preconceptions. Like, I've I for example mentioned how, like. Before I got into Momoclo, I just thought of things like AKB when I thought of idols, and that just really put me off. And then Momoclo completely changed that part. So it's what makes them stand out from the rest of the idol industry and what changed our conceptions of it. Yeah, right. It's the same for me, too. Um, Originally... When I heard Idols, I thought AKB, and I didn't like how they they really are. So I just kind of assumed that all Idol groups were the same like that. But then when I got into Momoclo, it changed everything, like, just like you, Mark. So 
Yeah, and now I'm stuck in idle hell and will never come back out of that hole, so. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think any of us are coming out of that hole. Let's be quite honest. I mean, for me, uh, I when I when I got into them, I didn't even really have a concept of what idols were, to be honest. So, because I was already a fan of AKB at uh, at that time, and uh, you know, I was just finding new groups to get into. Um, but they, uh, well, to be fair, the first uh, couple of generations of AKB sort of have the same uh, kind of personable feel that MCZ have uh, always had. But I think, um, I don't know, AKB doesn't feel like that anymore. Yeah, sure. you, you, you had the difference of you actually had that sort of, you were already into idols before Momoclo, while a lot of us got into idols with Momoclo. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I wouldn't say I was. Well, yeah, there was Morning News to Me too. I was into also. So, but I never really followed them as idol groups. I, I don't know. It's hard to explain. I always just listened to their music and watched their music videos, but never really bought any of their merchandise or anything like that. Hmm. Like I wasn't a, a a big enough fan of them to. Um, actually, do that. Whereas dive into that part of it. Yeah, um, which probably is a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> with with a, with some of this, with how much AKB released, probably. Yeah, I mean, and plus, you know, for AK for me, AKB only has like two albums that I'm really into. Yeah, and a lot of their the stuff more singles, really. And their first album's pretty good too. With AKB, it's mostly like they release like four or five singles a year. Yeah, which means they have an album a year, and it's just yeah, no. And the elections, like oh. that. That's that for me. With what actually put me off idol groups a lot, I didn't like the idea of. Oh really? You you would buy singles to get a vote. If you bought more, mm. you would get more votes, and it's all to pick a member. And to vote for them to get to be the front of the next single, which you will then buy, and then it just felt like you've yeah. got the, you've got these girls, and the, a lot of them will be genuinely nice people. They'll be fa- they'll be right. trying hard. They'll be doing what they they'll be trying to further themselves and better themselves as part of AKB. But they, right. I I would view that as just that that's not what I would like in a group. I would like a group where. You've got a dynamic. You've got you focus right. on the music. You focus on the m- dynamic of the members together. I mean, yeah. An AKB I, by having by virtue of having so many members being this all-encompassing brand more than right. music was what yeah. would put me off. While Momoclo, in comparison, have that close knit togetherness that right. Right. I think sets okay. them apart. The original, I mean, I'm telling you, if because uh, I watched uh, when I got an AKB, I watched uh, a lot of old. I'm talking really old episodes of um, AK Bingo. Uh, AK Bingo, and they really did feel like they had that sort of the same sort of camaraderie between each other, and uh, kind of you know, they, they had that sort of you know thing going on with each yeah. other that mcz have always had 
But I think ever since those members have been peeling away over the years, it's just become more of a a profit machine rather than a uh, something that you can uh, personally relate to. Uh, yeah. With, all, with the yeah, I agree. Okay, well, AKB. And for anyone who doesn't know, the 48 comes from how many members they originally had when they started, which was 48 members. Originally. Now they have hundreds of members, and they have regional teams. They have daily concerts, and it's it became a really toxic, just money-making machine rather than focusing on the girls themselves. Yeah. I mean – JKT48, SNH48. You've got the international <laughs> groups as well, which yeah. have their own elections and their own singles. And yeah, if you if you were gonna pick all the th- all the subgroups together and all the versions of singles together, because each version gets like eight or something single, like six <laughs> versions, I think. Wait, hold but on. the you limited said... edition and standard versions for each of the teams. So Wait, you said international at... groups. Yeah, they've got they've got yeah. a Singapore and a Taiwanese group as well. Oh. They have they have one in Jakarta. JKT, yeah. and they have one in Shanghai, SNH, and they just got the new one in uh, Singapore, very recently. Yeah, and each of them have and their they own tried elections. to put one in Los Angeles too, but that failed. That failed. That failed miserably. <laughs> yeah, America's not ready for that. No, I don't think they'll ever be because it's so hard to keep track of. Yeah, I mean, you have members going in and out faster than an alternating current. Like... Yeah, I mean that's one thing that's is actually a good point because one like graduations wise, I was just having a I just having a look at how many AKB members. This is just the main group. This isn't counting any of the subgroups, right? Although I might be mistaken because I'm not. I will admit I'm not the most knowledgeable. Or the um, sister groups. Holy crap! Oh, the oh the sister groups as well. But like <laughs> I was having a look at it. 12 members of AKB have graduated this year alone, which right. is basically one every 10 days. Yeah, and it, it's when you've really got crazy. such a recycling of members, of like going in, new ones coming in, you're not supposed to keep track. And you've not really got a way to grow an attachment to a member in the way that you do with Momoclo. Same with Nogizaka 46 to a lesser extent. Right. They've, had a, they've had about... Um, Two, they've had two graduations already this year. You've right. got like they 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 were they brought board about as being a rival to AKB and a group that ran similar to AKB. They've right. got forty six members. They've got multiple teams. They've got multiple single like versions of singles, which Momoclo in that regard only really have a limited and a standard edition. Standard will have three tracks. Limited edition two tracks and a in a blue and a Blu Ray video. And that's yeah. all you'll really have. They don't try and... You can tell that they're like a money-making undercurrent to these other groups while with, while there's almost a higher respect from both the management of the fans, the fans to the group, the group to the fans. There's respect all round and much more of an extent than treating them with content and as an asset, which you could I, I would right. argue that you can well, have with AKB or even the Hello sure. Project groups. I, I do have an opinion on this, and this is like as far as I got when thinking about this subject. Um, all idol groups are trying to make as much money as they can. Oh, every single yeah. one of them. There's a difference between making money and completely, you know, abusing 
the system. Well, here's here's how I think of it. Um, like what drives each of these uh, groups? What drives each of these agencies to, you know, exactly. be successful and I do mean, all this yeah, stuff? If, what what's their what's their goal? What are they trying to do? If you're gonna is it to make business, money or yeah, is it yeah. to provide entertainment? No, I mean, if you want to, if you want to keep a business running, you have to have some sort of income. If you can't support yeah. the business with yeah, and that's viable, it doesn't make sense. And and that's what I wanted to check on each of these uh, groups. I wanted to check whether their executives were doing it for just money, maximizing their profits, or uh, entertainment. Well, let entertainment. me. Are they let me, passionate about entertainment? Let me try to explain this. Okay, well, all this stuff about idols and everything about, like, what makes them successful, everything started experimenting in the 80s. The 80s were a very experimental time for idols, and that's when they found out what makes them successful, what makes the most money, and uh, how to, how best to manage them. And AKB took all this stuff and basically combined it into everything, and now that's that's how they're so su- successful. Um, yeah. Even in the 80s, there were a lot of gravure, and there was a lot of uh, bikini... Uh, photo shoots and stuff like that um and that may and they found out oh well, that makes a lot of money so let's do that and a lot of um idol groups continue that i guess tradition of gravure today and they make a lot of money from it because their main audience or at least um akb's main audience is targeted at middle-aged men whereas momoclo's main audience is diverse and does and trust um and surpasses gender and age so it really depends on who they're making their music for, who they're trying to sell. For Momoclo, it's completely different, and that's why they—they're—that's a reason that they're unique uh, across the board as in the idol industry. Yeah, and I view Momoclo as there are people that want to provide us with entertainment, but they're not just like doing this out of the good of their hearts. You know, they're not going to do it for nothing. Well, yeah, uh, they're, they're still going to try to make a lot nothing. of money. They're—they're they're still going to try to, uh, you know you know get like uh get money out get money out of us i mean we were talking about their merchandise earlier that yeah. shit's expensive yeah really expensive. oh yeah the jackets for example seven thousand yen yeah that's not exactly sunglasses cheap. can we say something about those sunglasses Sungla- <laughs> the sunglasses to be fair are really nice branded sunglasses but at the same time when you're looking at twenty six thousand yen yeah even when they were half price recently they were still thirteen thousand <laughs> Which it's is a, lot. a loss of money. So yeah. you can't yeah. de- you can't deny that they're not make they're not making money, but they do it in a way that has a sort of respect, it, which I think. It, these yeah, yeah. Are. It, 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 it's not like Rennie is like sitting down in a chair, like, okay, so I'm going to make you pay this much for my hat. Okay, you got to pay this much. No, she's <laughs> not doing that. You know, she's she's very passionate. Everyone is very passionate when it comes to you know the talent portion of uh, Momoclo and uh, as well as the executives there they understand the virtues of their their passion yeah. and they they know they're there to provide entertainment you know right. they're they don't view going to uh, work every day saying okay how am i going to make the most money out of yeah. all these people that like these girls no right they're going to try provide uh they, they know how to get that money and that's if they provide quality entertainment and stuff like that yeah i mean yeah a perfect example I mean, of it oh you go, you go first. I mean, when we're talking about, you know, maximizing profit and stuff like that, I mean, the first thing I think of is what Akimoto did to uh, uh, the manager for AKB uh, did to, I, I can't I think her name was 
like Hori or something like that. Uh, she was like in her mid twenties, and she was losing favorability, and he was gonna kick her out if she uh, didn't start becoming popular again. <laughs> wow. Or I mean, going on the same respect, like when I when I'm talking about the respect dynamic, I feel like Momo Club get a lot more freedom from their management to act how they feel would be best. They they trusted, while AKB feel a lot more reined down and. Of course, everyone knows right. about like the no dating policies and things like that, and you see some right. horrid effects from that. Like the big, right. one, the big one that sticks in the mind because it got lots of international press was yeah. the one that happened with Minami Minigishi, where right. she shaved her head in remorse and put out a video on their official YouTube channel, apologizing right. for being photographed with a guy, and that is just wrong frankly yeah this dating policy thing it started in the 80s as well and um in the 80s in general the the idol industry was a lot stricter than it is today even for groups like akb that aren't really free to do much in the 80s it was a lot worse and girls were basically forced to put on a persona that um that was meant that yeah the mask that was meant to just please fans they weren't allowed to really express their own opinions on stuff they weren't allowed to um really have be themselves all all their main goal was just make fans happy and what came of that well we have a suicide so right that's not good so now with momoclo it's so good that they have the freedom to really well as far as we know to be themselves and to show um what they are like as a people rather than as objects um, to make money for the idol yeah. industry. Eye candy. I yeah. mean, I mean, uh, MCZ is like the anti idol group, I think. Cause they, they, they just, are in they, a lot of ways. I mean, they, because they took the idol idea and then like turned it on its head and did something completely different. And now, you have I, this new wave of idols coming around trying to mimic that. Yeah, you see, you see it with, like, a lot, I mean, some of the Stardust groups try and mimic the same idea. And I think... the Even other uh, groups from other agencies yeah. are trying to do but that. The, and the, also hybriding it with, like, the AKV, like, Revere stuff. Yeah. The one, the one thing that gets me with it, though, is that a lot of groups, when they're trying to mimic Momoclo, mimic the colour aspect. And really... Uh, the color aspect, I think, is it doesn't ingen- really mean anything. I, the, it's an ingenious way of helping people get into the group because it's easier to identify right. a member. Yeah, when I was exactly. trying When I was trying to learn more about the members, it was good to know, like, oh well, Rennie's a purple one, um, right? Yeah, Shireen's a yellow one, Momoka's a green one. It helps you learn the names. It helps you learn more about them. But it's no defining feature of the group. Momoclo exactly. were, were the first ones to really push the colors, but it's not like. Well, they're defined by the fact that they've got colors. It's the fact that each member has got their own personality and has got a really good dynamic within the group. And the other groups are just like, they've got the colors, but they've not been allowed to have that dynamic because they're not given the freedom. Well, I I do have have to say something real quick. As I know, Momoclo is not free of a mask thing because they do have uh, certain personalities that they were trying to push kind of earlier on. 
Oh, oh yeah. yeah. The, the earlier on, they were trying to mimic a lot of what earlier groups made successful. Oh, like, oh, yeah. for they example, did events. They did a whole bunch. Of right, stuff. and the handshake events ended in complete disaster. Yeah, I mean that's why that's why Mama Club basically. Well, if I'm, what was I going to say? Oh yeah, I lost my point for a sec. Um, Stardust it was their first idol group, so they without not without having this idol group basis, they're going to mimic a lot of what made other groups successful. But right. I think that's what helped Mama Club become its own thing, quite unique, without yeah, having you... a previously established idol basis to go on. Ex- yeah, they were able to I develop mean... the group in their own way with right. their own ideas. Mixing the idol concept, but because it's not really, I think it's inexperience that helped them because they didn't right. try and do what other idol groups did for success, and that yeah. made them stand out and that made other groups like them. I mean, shoot, you know, you look at the other Stardust group, one of the other ones that were going around going on at the time, Power Age. I mean, <laughs> they, they didn't last very long, and they at were all. about as conventional as conventional idol groups get yeah well oh there was another one at the time as well which didn't get too far but by just let almost letting them do their own thing and just by a mishmash of ideas they managed to hit lucky basically yeah they stepped out of their comfort zone and now they're influential with a lot of groups that are trying to do the same thing stardust became one of the big players by not being a player originally and then using that to their advantage arguably 3b junior their new thing that they're doing which kwkm has a lot of involvement in like wait hold on wait wait wait, wait 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 i thought 3b junior was in effect before momoclo no the, um i think if well, I remember, was... like, 3b junior was like the training training like what yeah. the idol thing was based named under at stardust yeah and the, then uh section three of yeah Stardust. And then they made Three B Junior as its own group with subgroups. Like Rocket Japonica is right. a subgroup of Three B Junior. In the same way that really it's like you've got Momoko, Shachihoko, Ebichu, their own groups. All right. the other Stardust groups go into the Three B Junior name. Hmm. It's yeah. <laughs> it's a little confusing, but I mean, cause it doesn't help that they did that single where they tried to mix Momo Close, Yachoko, Every Two, and the original people who formed 3B Junior and released that single. Like the one that they did in 2013. The Nanairo Stardust? Yeah. Oh, okay. That was, that was pre-3B Junior, but it was called 3B Junior. Yeah, yeah. That was like when it first... Uh, started. This, that's uh, when they toyed with they, they tried to use 3B Junior and then put Momoclo's popularity to help it grow. But then Momoclo yeah. had already established itself so much as its own thing. Uh, it Chad is saying under the name. The, Chad is saying that Angel Eyes was the first try by Stardust. And, I uh, did. Yeah, like it's the first actual tr- uh, idol group try from uh, Stardust, oh, and yeah. they later made that the name of the fan club for Momoclo. If, oh yeah, actually, I remember reading that. I think some of the like pre-debut, like pre-indie singles members, you know how they had lots of different members which mixed in and out. If oh, I remember yeah. right, 
when I think Angel Eyes were the thing at one point, and then they brought some of those members into Momocro, and then they left as well. If I, I'm, I'd have to check up on that, but I do remember there being like another idol group which some of the members came into and then left. That could be the case. Yeah. Speaking of leaving, though, um, getting back to the graduation stuff, there's so many in the idol industry today that a lot of the time it's not even a big deal. But when you look at uh, Akati's graduation, that was huge. That was huge, and and they made a huge event for it. Yeah. And now here we we have twelve, twelve graduations in AKB this year so far alone. One that only the on only one that actually mattered. <laughs> it's and, crazy. And with Momoclo, it's one in like eight years. It's yeah. like it's a big difference. And they had to change their name because of that. So. Yeah, because Momoclo could have gone in a and could have gone the way of AKB at that point. They oh, still yeah, they, they they weren't with like their they'd just done their major debut, but they hadn't really established themselves fully at this point well to be fair they did have they did have old members going out and new ones coming in but it was definitely not in the same um uh like there weren't there weren't as much as something like akb where they or or, um what's it other groups yeah in which they come and go and come and go seasonally like morning musume has a different lineup every year yeah right right like, oh yeah, they where they, they they're basically like middle school. So after three years, you have to leave, and then they've got a new class who come in. And I'm really glad that uh, AB Chu doesn't do that, even though they're supposed to be a middle school. They started <laughs> doing that, didn't they? And then they just sort of they, went. Um, nah, they don't really do that. Um, they had like maybe two or three major drops, and then yeah. the new members came in a few years ago, and now they're still there. Yeah, I that, mean, that, that's... I think. It's like with idol groups or any uh, group in general, even if you're like a metal band or something like that. Uh, I feel like usually there's a period right of time right in the beginning where you have members coming in and out, you know, go coming in then for a little bit and then leaving. And yeah, Momoko like had that. Yeah, yeah. I, I think a lot of I think that's just a thing that happens when you first start out. Yeah, you know, you get people who, you know, express interest but then kind of change their minds and then leave and that mm. kind of thing i think <laughs> the the other thing with graduations which is the main reason i don't get into many group graduations isn't just because of the dynamic you don't get to because one of the things i like about momoclone having graduations you got to see how they're like grow closer Graduation. over time and like momoclone how they grew closer over time and now they're very right. closely knit group and you don't get that with other groups. But the other thing is, and I think the fact that we had that Amaranthus discussion before with the first couple of tracks was an example of it. One thing you've got an advantage without having graduation to keep the same members is you can evolve the music of the group. The problem yeah. when you've got members coming oh. in and leaving is that yeah. when they come in, they're going to be at a lower level and you've got to improve them over yeah. time, which means you can't really advance the music further. When you yeah. keep the same members, you can improve their singing ability. If and you com- you compare the singing ability from the early singles, Mama You're a Punch, Ikaze, stuff like that, yeah, and then really compare simple. it to the 
songs in Amaranthus, which are very complex. You've got or, key changes. You've got t- t- tempo changes. You've got, got like, you've got you, loads of different Yadine, styles mixed in. The Yadine track off of Amaranthus modulates like what? <laughs> oh, it, it goes into it goes like so many different directions. Yeah, and I mean, it, it, the the fact that they're going to so many different styles now it challenges their vocals a lot. Folk Mirrors right. helped with that a lot. They've been able has, to develop yeah. their mo- vocals and improve you, because they've you, kept the same group together. While AK, you, while Sakura Gakuin, their music right. stays stagnant because you've got three years of a member being there and then you've got to change it. So they can't advance their music too far because you've got people with a low ability coming in and then the people with a high ability leaving. Yeah. And, and you know, you can hear uh, their progress, the progress that they made from that, you know, uh, that uh, Folk Mirror show just based off of, you know, listen to, you know, Momoka and Arin, especially when they sing their parts. Oh, yeah, yeah. Link, link, link with where you first got the foot. Like, I yeah. remember Arin's voice, like, apart from a solo songs, I don't want to say it was bad, but, like, it sort of fell in the background at times. Mm. But when you heard Link Link and she was brought right to the foreground, you right. really got to see how her voice had improved. And that right. song, it blew me away. And it's, by the sound things, it blew a lot of people away. Right. Yeah. That's why it's very highly regarded. I mean, Although I think she still kind of has to... Well, I mean, I don't really like how Adin has to be like acts like the cutesy one and she has a lot she has potential to sing really powerfully although she doesn't really have show it because she has to use all that high, the high-pitched voice all the time well, I think it's the same just her voice no she can it's i mean if you hear her talk it's completely different she does well yeah but i mean usually like uh for example i use dave mustaine right dave mustaine has a really low voice but when he sings he has to sing up in a higher register. Uh, your singing voice and your speaking voice are usually different things. And the thing I still think it's a, I still think it's um, a trope that they started out when they were starting, and it just kind of stuck around. I don't uh, know. I, I think it's just her voice. Mm, oh wait, hold on. I, Before you guys continue, um, this reminds me heavily of the 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 the, the forums. That one topic in the forums. This you're reminding me oh, of that topic. Oh yeah, but what topic? No, let's let's not. Let's yeah, not. Okay. it's. I remember. I remember that causing a lot of drama. Yeah. What yeah. doesn't? Tr- very true. But I I dis I disagree with that. I think she does get a lot of chances to show her powerful voice. Going back to Link Link. Link Link's a good example. Like she got to show a powerful voice. It's it had, but it still had her distinct singing tone. It had a like a bit of a cutesy tone. I just think that's her singing voice, which is developed. It's a powerful, but it's still got that style to it. But going back to the original point of how their voices have improved over time, you can really see that with the what's what, what the actually in Seishin Fu where they redo Hashire. Hashire, when you oh, yeah. hear it in, uh, when it was originally done, and when you hear it there, you can hear the improvement. You don't, you don't even notice it at first when you just hear the song and it's on. And then when you compare the two, you're like, actually, you can see that 
they've become the voices are much more powerful. They're not being drowned mm. out as much by the backing. They've got more that like there's the tune which is going on, but they instead of the instead of the tune driving them, they're driving the tune. Right. I I think uh the only place where I would disagree with that uh in terms of more powerful voice, and I know two of you guys are gonna kind of get mad at me when I say this, but I think it uh the voice has uh kind of gotten weaker in terms of uh doing those types of songs as shooting just because of how deep her voice is. She look because if you listen to the new version of Hashide, um, the there when she sings her part uh towards uh uh shoot, uh you know that little bridge yeah. section before the last chorus. Um, yeah, when she sings her part in Hashide, the uh the uh what's it called, the pitch correction uh software does a number on her voice. Um, you can you can actually hear uh of, I don't even know how it got past uh post production, but it did. Um, it does this uh inhuman uh drop uh to a completely a really low, um, what uh what's it called uh a really low interval before shooting right back up the next note. Um, the 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 thing is that um. Her voice uh, is like she she struggles to get out high notes. Um, she can do it still if uh, she did the proper warm ups. I mean, you look at her uh, performance uh, during that train wreck of an episode of Folk Mira with Moloka having her issue, and then um, that later on that time, Shiorin, when her voice just disappeared when she tried singing the uh, higher part. During graduation, you know. Uh, mm, I all of their voices have changed from there. I think instead of it, if you think it's got no Kanako's has Kanako's has changed quite a bit. It's 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 a most it's a most similar, but it's like a more powerful version. I'd say. Yeah, I think Kanako got a lot better. I I can I can. What's it? Differentiate between the two Kanakos, old Kanako and oh, new Kanako. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, Kana- too. yeah, the old Kanako, she kind of has like that, that, that she has that little cute thing. Oh. Yeah, I call it the legato. I call it the legato voice. It's kind of nasally. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like she says Toki really funny. Toki or something like that. Or, and or, then or... Uh, the, 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 the later Kanako, uh, Jake said this a long time ago, and I I, I kind of use it to describe her voice. Uh, controlled yelling. <laughs> yeah, I did say that, didn't I? <laughs> but I I would disagree with Sheeran's voice not being no. as good in the newer in the newer version of. Hashira. I'm not I'm not saying it's not as good, but her voice is uh changed as she's matured over time. Yeah, that's what I was trying to say. I mean, it has changed, but I don't think it's a detriment to the way she did. Uh, like no, her part no, was done I, I, I was trying to say that. Uh, oh, I apologize. For that yeah, yeah. I, get, I, get, I mean, you can tell the way the voice changed because you would go back a couple of years and she wouldn't be able to do a song like Rock the Boat. Well, Rock, yeah. Rock, Rock the Boat is a song that really benefits from how her voice has evolved over time. Yeah. I mean, and 
and she can still do the high parts. Um, it, she just te- needs a little bit of uh, coaching, I think, more warming up at the before doing it and stuff like that. Yeah, but I mean, she can still she can still do what she's been doing for years. That's what I've been. I was trying to put across. Mm. We okay. So back on the uh, idol consensus. Oh yeah, yeah. We sort of drifted a little bit. Well, actually, no. I would I would disagree because, I mean, we started talking specifically about the track, but the main point of the fact that yeah, you don't get well, to see this sort of development with a lot of groups because they chop and change members so much. Yeah, right. here's the point. You don't get that in AKB because as soon as they change, yeah. oh, you're out. You're not making money anymore. Unless unless you're like, you know, Tomomi Itano or something like that and you're still doing solo stuff. Probably. Or you become a Gravere idol. Yeah, that's true also. But yeah, I mean, it's true what he says. It's also with the, with the um, attachment. You're not going to get attached to a member of a group that leaves the year later. It's, right. and you won't, you know, it's, it's not a much, as much of a personal investment as that it could is, be. That is unless it is just their appearance you're into. I mean, if, if you're yeah. only into an idol group for the pretty face, I mean, pretty faces are a dime a dozen in the yeah. entertainment industry. So you, if, if, a, if a member leave, then, oh, well, there's another cute face coming in. I'll just get into them. Right. But if personality i think is better than a cute face i mean oh obviously you could say that for a lot of situations but when it comes to idols as well like a, a pretty a pretty face is a good thing but if you've got the personality to match it which mama club have in bucket loads then you yeah. you do you do get i think that's better for it well like I mean, I've not watched many AK bingos to actually get that idea. I watched I watched a couple in the lead up to this episode because I wanted oh, to okay. get more of an idea. Because my knowledge of AKB was still very biased towards what I mentioned at the start, where it's like you've got all the you've got the scandal, you've got the horrible mistreatment from some of those scandals, like the head shaving, or and you've <laughs> got you've got you've got the big events that make the news, like the when they got the attack on the handshake event, where two of them were... Oh, yeah, that was insane. That, that was horrible. Like, you, you only, I only really know this part of it instead of that. I mean, some of the music's all right. Heck, the last, they did a good song with Labrador Retriever, hence right. why I te- when I was teasing this topic on, the, on our Twitter account, I posted a picture of a Labrador Retriever in case anybody was wondering about the clue that I mentioned. Labrador Retriever, AKB, Idol Consensus. Right. I it was a it was a very loose link, and I just I didn't want to make it obvious, so I thought it would be a good tease. But that's beside the point. Um, <laughs> apart from a couple of the songs like Labrador Retriever, um, the ones that have got huge popularity, like what was the one? Uh, AKB AKB did a song for Dragon Ball. Yeah, well, I'm trying to think. What well, I'm trying to think of one specifically that the music video has got a huge crowd in a street. They go to different place and do the dance with like different members of the public. I'm trying to remember what that song was called. It got re- it got quite big as well. Oh oh, koi sudu fortune cookie. Oh yeah, koi sudu fortune. Yeah, cookie. that's a good song. It is. They don't do bad songs all the time. Like 
No, Some of the songs are really good. A lot good. of it is just very similar sounding. Yeah, semi similar. Because they've, they've the got to, because they can't develop it. Right. The thing with AKB is that I don't think the girls' earlier music is the problem. It's the management and how yes. they market them. Yes. So if you t- if you take so- if you take the members out of AKB, split them into different idol groups, you would have you would be spoiled for choice with how with good idol groups because good management with some of the AKB members because they have talent. You could get some really really high quality idol groups. But they're bogged down by their management, which is focused entirely on profit, I feel. A lot of it, yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, you know, as uh, Aaron was saying, you know, you want to make money when you're in a business. but um, Obviously. So the way that you make money, um, like, you know, the way AKB does it is just so... It's a machine. Yeah. Like AKB is a machine, not its priority is just one thing. Mama, Mama Claw make their money from live concerts. They, like, they do and then selling things. them. They, like, they sell. No, they, do, they do the whole thing. They do the merch, they do the concerts, yeah. they do they, the. They, they make them they they more from live every, concerts. Every other artist in the world does. Yeah. Like I, I like they don't try and sell it on the handshake events or something like that. Right. They sell it a lot more in the live concerts. Like Mama Clo, so the best 80. experience for them is live. You get you right. get like that's why they sell live concert blues uh, to a, even a more higher extent than AKB to a degree. But I think Mama Clo do actually release more live concert blues than AKB do. Probably one because they're less expensive yeah and two because they do so many of them onto blu-ray because they are such an event in comparison right I mean, speaking yeah, of uh live concert blu-rays uh uh kawakami if you're listening where's the anime expo one where's the anime <laughs> expo blu-ray <laughs> they uh, streamed they the cameras there did they stream it did on Ustream? yes they did oh, but right that was from his phone it wasn't from yeah. like the cameras they had they had cameras there yeah, yeah. they showed them on the screens and stuff Ah. Oh wow. So they do have the footage. They do have yeah. the footage and they actually used it for news the following days. Hmm. They probably hmm. won't ever release it. I think they would have done it by now. Who knows? They might get included with a bonus with a with something sometime. Yeah, Maybe. Dome Trek, uh Blu-ray extras, put the anime expo concert in there, thanks. What if what if they sell the uh anime expo on Blu-ray? During the with American the, tour. with the summer no, they release the summer the release of concerts they do in America, on Blu-ray, with the Dome Trek one. So they have a Dome yeah. Trek and one of the dates from the America concerts on one Blu-ray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That the, that, like that would be awesome. Like they came here. Oh, here's the special deal. We're debuting it here for you guys. We have the Blu-ray from Dome Trek. And if you get it at the concert, we are going to include an extra DVD. So oh. if you missed our Anime Expo concert, no. there you go. No, I th- uh, and they could do that, but I think the better be- be- the release it would be include the Ameri- um, Anime Expo concert and the one they do from the November tour and put them onto one release. A bit like how they did those... Oh, what were they called? Like the, they did one in 2012 and they did one in 2014. Those two concerts, which were, I think, Angel Eyes events. It's where they did the solo songs. 
Mm. Oh, yeah, 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 I know you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, that, that, those ones. Like, the 2012 one didn't get released for a while, and then when they did the 2014 one, they released both together. Yeah, yeah. I think they'll yeah, do I, know. Like, I think they could possibly do something like that. And I really want those, too. That'd be great. Yeah. Hey, Kawakami, when you come to America, please bring some merch, uh, some rare merch. I want to buy some. They could do, could do. They didn't bring that much um, when they came last time. I mean, in terms of wearable and merchandise. Yeah. Oh. oh, in the way of like everything else. Yeah, and they didn't have. They had most of their later singles, oh. but none of their earlier ones. And um, they had later Blu-rays, none of the earlier ones. So that's all. I'm much, pretty sure that's all, all that is with what with at the Dome track as well, though had a lot of the later singles a lot of late like they had the newest album they had a lot of the later blu-rays it didn't have the early stuff they had the posters for the early stuff but not the singles well i mean but that stuff's like easily accessible in japan yeah well at least for the stuff that's not out of print but I mean, here it's impossible to acquire i mean the the only it's not impossible thing, they got amazon the, well i mean like you can't just walk into a record store and buy a momoclo album here Yes, you can. Go to a MOBA, a MOBI, or a MOBO, however you pronounce that. You can get Fifth Dimension Cleopatra Edition. But I mean good releases. No, why would you want that Cleopatra <laughs> Edition of anything? <laughs> what the heck is wrong with you? The, 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 one, the one thing that is quite nice, which would possibly be a thing they could do, is they could do the vinyl releases they've done and take them. They did have some vinyls at AX. Yeah, like they've got the Fifth Dimension, I got the Fifth Dimension vinyl at the concert. They had the vinyls there. Oh wow! Oh wow! And it's a really nice, really nice vinyl. Too bad I'm still waiting to get a vinyl player to actually play it, but that's beside the point. But yeah, anyway, I think we should probably summarize the points from this now because I think we're starting to go around in circles or go off topic a lot. <laughs> probably. <laughs> Even since we started talking about November concerts, suddenly. So right. overall. If you were going to sum it up in a couple of sentences, what stands Momoclo out from the idol consensus? One of you. Anyone? <laughs> Anyone? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I did say that. I didn't expect a silence to come from that. <laughs> you should have just picked someone and said, oh, okay, David, your opinion. All right. Okay, well, Momoclo has the dynamic in which you can grow attached to a member, a certain member, you can grow. You can watch their growth since they started because there's no graduations, and uh, well, except for Akari, but you know, um, she's she's grown in her own path, and you can see that as well. Um, they they're well they're well managed. They have the freedom. Well, they have most freedom to do to be themselves, as far as we we know. They they're not bogged down by their management, and their management supports them. Um, they they're well, I don't know how AKB treats their girls specifically, except for like making them shave if they do one thing wrong. Um, but I'm, but I'm, I'm convinced that Kawakami and the rest of the management really, really does support them, and they, and mm. they, they, they want them to do their best, not to make money, but because they care about them, and that's one of the most important things about it for me. Yeah, yeah, I have to agree. Uh, I mean, you know, you have <clears throat> uh, one one thing that you know helps is you know obviously the, uh, the camaraderie between all of them. You know, 
uh, making them, letting them be more like themselves um, so that you can, you know, you you can, you know, make a more, per- it feels more, you know, natural, I guess. It doesn't feel like, you know, that proper idol image that you get all the time from every other group where it's, you know, oh, I'm I'm supposed to be perfect, so I'm perfect, you know, that kind of thing. Um, and yeah, it's just the whole honesty, uh, about the whole thing that, uh, makes them, uh, you know, uh, they, it almost, you know, makes them, they're again, the anti-idol group, basically. Yeah. I think, I think like Momoclo has the support to to they they're they're more human than most idol yeah. groups. They're more yeah. human. We can see their shortcomings and we can see them overcome it and the point is not to punish them for their shortcomings but to overcome them with with right. all the support that they have. Exactly. Yeah. I mean again, looking at that uh that one episode of the folk show, you know, where where things didn't go right. That. Yeah, when Momoku's I mean, lost her voice and... and, and but they all, you know, they, you know, had to stick it out for the rest of the two hours. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, you could tell Momoka didn't want to be there anymore because she was seething in rage. Yeah. To be fair, <laughs> like, whole... doing doing two hours every month of, right. of like content for a TV show is pretty impressive. It's, it a, is. it's it's like a like a like a mid-length concert like the full like yeah, full concerts would be go, going close to three hours but two hours is a concert length and they're doing that I every mean, month you know a lot of it is talking but there is a, a good amount of music on there too yeah i mean to give my summary i'd probably say the thing that gets momoclo to stand out for me is the fact that they vary from the norm a bit like what you said with the anti anti idol group mm. i think they they're the idol group that does things unlike other idol groups you don't see the sort of almost experimental style that they do with some of their stuff by having without having the lack of graduation by having the more freedom they're allowed to grow closer they're allowed to develop themselves and when you come out of it, you've actually got a group that knows what they're doing, they're trusted, and they've got a respect for the fans and the management have that as well. With Because if you're going to compare it to one of the, like, a Hello Project group or a, or, or an AKB or whatever, the Sakura Gakuin, um, they'll release singles or release loads of versions. Momoclo, they'll release a single when they're ready. I mean, heck, I remember... right. Like there was one year, I think it was twenty, the year that they released. I'm trying to remember, twenty thirteen or twenty fourteen. They only did like one single in the entire year. Twenty fourteen, they only had two singles. Yeah, two singles. Uh, yeah. And I'm like, release something new. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you, like in September. <laughs> you've only got that and the Christmas song that they, that they right. do. And well, uh, they did a Christmas single, yeah. like three songs. They still managed to be one of the top selling. <laughs> idol groups of that year and high right. pro- high profit because they respected their fans 
when they had the concerts which kept them going and they had the Blu-rays which kept them going as well, they right. don't rely on a fan buying 20 copies of their song <laughs> to yeah, make them I, profitable. They rely yeah. on making a song that people will enjoy, that people will then go and buy. Right. And that that big distinction there is probably what sums it up the most for me. They don't... The they, they, they do quality over quantity and they have a respect that a lot of other groups lack. I think you could say that for Stardust groups in general. I think... Yeah. They have a respect for the fans. They have a respect for the the what they're making instead of just like how can we make the most money i mean they want to make money but they want to make a quality product as well i feel yeah. like that's emphasized more here and the to sum it up like to just finish it off the way that music can develop means music like amaranth and hakinioke is a is a song that you almost couldn't find from any other idol group because yeah. any other idol group doesn't get the chance to develop as far as Momocro have been allowed to. And yeah, that's probably how I'd sum it up for me. Aaron, go. What? <laughs> Summarize your view. <laughs> go. Summarize my view on what? What we've just been talking about for the past almost an hour. <laughs> All right, here's my here's my summary. Um, I want Kawakami to bring merch. There you go. <laughs> we we well, thank you. Uh, we talked about more than America. <laughs> He's what an make... American, though. What do you expect? Oh yeah, yeah there's only one place in the world, and that's America. Amer- Amer- no, there's two: America and not America. Yeah, man. Uh. <laughs> and America, America. It's just like for Brit for Britain, the English there's like there's British English and then there's badly spelled English. <laughs> All right. I agree. So, I agree. Thank you for listening to the Mononofu podcast where we love talking about Momoklo. Uh very great podcast. Uh they're actually called the Mononofu Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter. You can follow us on YouTube. You can email at us uh mononofu.podcast at outlook.com. Send us a question. We'll answer it on the air. And uh, our next next podcast will hopefully be on a Saturday this time in two weeks. Yes. So you're looking at about the 29th or the 30th of this month. Awesome. Which we don't know. And I will not be late to that next. Wait, hold on. Did you say the 30th? Well, the 30th is... Actually, no, shit. Um, 28th or 29th. I'm bad with days. No, it's good for me now since it's after midnight. Uh-oh. It's a Monday for me now. You know what's in two weeks? What? Uh, two weeks uh, Saturday is uh, 4th of July. Oh, no, no, it's not. Well, It's what? the 28th. It's the 28th. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that, that's why it's confusing me because I was thinking two weeks from today and it's the Monday for me now because it's oh. like we're, right, we're yeah. past midnight for me. So it's it, that's why I got mixed up. So the 28th or 29th, something like that. Yeah, Mark definitely has to go to sleep. Uh, it was been it's been fun talking with Momoero Clover uh, Z people. Uh, great podcast. Uh, I really liked the bit at the end when we started talking about America and uh, stuff. <laughs> of course, and the bit at the start where we talk just about food and 
Yeah. Exactly. Uh, is there any community stuff happening uh, before we go? Um, as f- no, because the the t-shirts have closed now. So yeah, t-shirts um, are closed. If you didn't get your signature in, I don't know what Tammy wants to do with that, but uh, I'm definitely bad. buying a shirt. Too, too late. <laughs> but no, yeah. t- Tammy showed off the design, and the design of the shirt looks really nice. I wish I had yeah. a picture of it right now so I could put it on the stream, but I I, d- I don't have one saved at the moment. But it looks uh, nice. Even if you forgot my signature at first, I'll forgive you for that bit. <laughs> yeah, um, there's that. I know some plenty of Mononofu out there are doing their own little fan bit to do when uh, Momoko does come over. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what other people have in store. Have the SoCal Mononofu group got anything planned yet? No, not not yet. But I do have something to say about the shirts. You guys anyone if you know what their shirt sizes are uh message tammy because she really needs to know yeah, yeah. if you know memorial clover z's shirt sizes <laughs> message uh tammy because she is no memes looking for their shirt sizes so um, she can give them the I, shirts. I, I don't know i don't know what size they would... American. <laughs> well i mean you get you get it that size and then they can wear them as a dress they could wear them with a dress <laughs> with some of the songs in the concert. Yeah, American go. Small American Small would probably fit them as a dress. <laughs> yeah, I know for British sizes, I think like a, a small for Japan is a medium for us and then so on. I, I had to get the big size for the hoodie, the, the Dome Trek hoodies, even though I'm not big because just in terms of the Japanese size, I would be. Yeah, like, Japan's well, like yeah, and I'm you're like six giant. foot one, so it's like yeah, you're giant. So I mean, <laughs> yeah, I think for U.S. sizes, a small is a medium in Japan. No, it yeah. would be the other way around. Oh yeah, it's the other way around. But that no, because American sizes are a size bigger as well. So small. In Japan okay, would be a so large. whatever yeah, any... size you wanted to tell Tammy, <laughs> give yeah. that size to Tammy. If you can translate. That size, it doesn't matter. Just get her the shirt sizes. You should Find also buy somehow. a shirt, even if you're not going to the concert. Get yourself a shirt. I'll probably, be I'll probably get one picked up. Not gonna lie. Exactly. It probably has your country on the back, so go ahead and get that. Even, anyway, thank you for listening. It can't thank go you, there. Thank you for listening. We will come back in two weeks' time, and that should be it. <laughs> yes, we will anyway. catch you all another time. Yeah. 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 Bye-bye. We're going to make Mexico pay for it. Oh, God. We're going to make Mexico pay for the next podcast. Thank you. Yeah.